what time is it? Showtime, or at the very least, it's talk time. So let's get to it. Welcome back to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and I'm so glad that you've joined me today. So let's relax and get to chatting. Hello, everybody, and thanks for coming back and joining me today. Um, If you cannot guess, we're talking about the phenomenon that is the stage play of Hamilton. Um, And we're talking about it because I was rewatching it. It just came out on Disney Plus granted like a few months ago, but I was rewatching it and there was just some themes in it that were kind of interesting. And not only did I watch that, but I watched the behind the scenes and like one of the interviews that I think Robin Roberts did with the cast. And it just brought up a couple of interesting questions for me, especially considering all of the tensions that have been going on during the last few months. Um, so I thought this would make a pretty, pretty interesting conversation. And I could not do this without bringing in at least one of the biggest Hamilton fans I know in real life. I mean, I'm sure there are other people who are huge Hamilton fans, but this one I know personally, it's one of my favorite people. And I've been trying to get her on here for quite some time to talk about one of our other favorite things, Outlander. Uh, if you're an Outlander fan and you would like to see that podcast come to life, I'm, I'm going to need you to message me, DM me something. Uh, but it is my cousin, Miss Jackie Scott, and we are going to be talking about the movie, the myth. The legend. No, no. Uh, we're pretty much just going to be talking about the movie. So please, everybody, welcome Jackie to the pod and let's get excited because this, y'all, is going to be good. All right. Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, so I really just wrote down um, a few kind of questions. She's kind of flying by the seat of her pants here because I did not send the questions to her because I wanted her honest gut reaction to what I said. Uh, (laughs) So you guys are getting it firsthand. You're getting it firsthand. Uh, (laughs) So Jackie, when did you first find out about Hamilton? So I think I'd heard of it. However, um, Oh, that would have been 2017. Okay. I think my, my daughter and I were doing just a series of college visits. Mm. And she said, hey, um, let's listen to this soundtrack for Hamilton. Ah. And that's how I was introduced to Hamilton. We listened to the entire soundtrack on our way to Miami University in Ohio. That's that was awesome. my introduction. Yeah. I think if you're not like someone who lived in New York or maybe DC, because I know Lin-Manuel Miranda, who, if people don't know, that's the creator of uh, the Hamilton Broadway play. I think he did, what was it? The open mic night with the Obamas at the White House or something like that. I was not familiar at the time. Me either. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was saying, I think if you weren't in that circle or in New York, you probably were introduced to Hamilton through the soundtrack because yeah I and I'm a theater kid but I don't think I can think of any theater production that had a soundtrack that blew up as much as Hamilton 
Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't think. The only one I could think that maybe came close, and even this, I would say, is a stretch, would be, like, Sound of Music or Grease. Something like that. Maybe Grease. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I can't imagine that there's been any other one that's just really taken. I mean, I think it was trending one time at iTunes, like, top 10. <laughs> I believe it. Or it's something. really good. It, I mean, it's amazing. And then they came with the mixtape, and then everybody was like, oh. So, yeah, right. I think that was a lot of people's introduction. So, then I have to ask the next follow-up question, which I think I know the answer to this, but I'm not positive. Have you ever seen the play live? I have. I, I thought so. Okay. <laughs> I did see it at the Fox um, the first time it came here. It was one of those shows I... I could give one ticket. I'm like, I'm going. (laughs) You know what? And it wasn't, it was good. It was all right. The show in my head is amazing. So they had a lot to live up to. (laughs) Okay. Well, then that begs the next question, which is the original production that they show um, that came to Disney Plus. Is that better than the show that's in your head? I thought it was amazing. I did. (laughs) The only thing that I feel like I missed with the Disney Plus is like the outside view. Like I know there's a lot going on on the stage that I can't see because we're watching on Disney. But Mm -hmm. I, I I thought the original performers were outstanding. And, you know, it pretty much went by the soundtrack. So I was able to sing along. <laughs> I was with her, guys. And let me tell you, she wasn't the only one singing along. We were just trying to sing to I ourselves. I was trying. Oh. I was trying to sing to myself. And I got called out. So uh, that's so. I, I don't remember if I got called out or not. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we were trying to sing to ourselves. We didn't always do a really great mm-hmm. job. So this should be interesting because I have not seen it live. I've only seen it on Disney Plus. Well, so you can give a little bit of kind of some of the differences. It was supposed so to awesome. come back, and then COVID. Yes, it, it was, and then yeah. So and just so you um, know, I was oh, going again. I was playing. And just so you know, and it's the strangest thing. We're trying not to say the c word um, because some things have been getting dinged for saying it. Which I think is so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know the C but word. apparently the you know everything that's been going on this year. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, don't say I that jokingly C-word. called it pumpernickel. <laughs> I jokingly called it pumpernickel. I think it went in one of the podcasts, um, which I find so ridiculous. I was even watching a YouTube video the other day and they were bleeping out every time the word came That's up. Hilarious. Like it was a curse word. Like it's the funniest thing. I'm like, it's not Voldemort. It's not he who shall not be named. Like seriously. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It, it's, I find it funny, but um, yeah, I agree. I was going to try to go with you when it came back this That's year. So, and I think if, um, everything had gone according to plan from what i understand disney plus would not have released hamilton that's what that's this year mm-hmm. i think it was going to be next that's year. what i heard as well 
So yeah, so it would have, we still would have saw it this year. We just wouldn't have saw it probably as many times as we've watched it. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yes. I'm a pathetic, okay. sad person. <laughs> but I know I'm not alone. We're, we're, we might be tied. <laughs> I'm not alone. So one of the things that struck me, and I don't know if you've watched any of the additional things that Disney Plus has with like the interviews and stuff like that. I have not. Okay. I've watched Is a lot of YouTube we- stuff, but not a lot of the Disney Plus things. Okay. So one of the things that I found quite interesting was, I want to say it was the Robin Roberts interview. I really feel like it was Robin. I hate if I'm I'm getting that wrong. I should have looked it up beforehand, but I feel like it was Robin Roberts. She did an interview and she also had a historian on. Um, to talk to the cast while she was doing it as well. And one of the things that the historian was talking about, or one of the things that they were talking about was that with everything that's been going on, um, not just the C word or pumpernickel, but um, (laughs) with all the social unrest that has happened in our society over the summer, uh, is this just another something that kind of in some ways glorifies the founders of our country, which institution, not so much institutionalized, but kind of, I guess, built the laws that we're still somewhat under now that are causing some of these problems. And I found that fascinating because on one hand, I could see what they were saying Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's been 200 plus. And while we have amendments, our basic foundation of our country is still the same. Right. Um, But on the other hand, I mean, you have history is history. You can't change it. (laughs) You can't rewrite it. You can't go back in time as much as we would all probably love to. Um, And make different choices, different decisions, anything like that. And I don't, to me, I don't think just a telling of facts is glorification. And I felt like this very much was more of a a telling of facts than necessarily trying to paint Hamilton or Washington or Jefferson in this amazing light. It was just kind of like, these are the people and this is what they were dealing with. What do you think? I do agree with you that history is history, and it is what it is. I have not read the Ron Chernow book to say, oh, how this was accurate or done the, you know, the fact check to make sure that, you know, everything that he said was accurate, which I'd have seen some Mm -hmm. things to say, oh, it wasn't. But I do also think Lin-Manuel Miranda is not a historian. He's an entertainer. This is for entertainment. So if it causes you, if the entertainment causes you to go and look into our history and have a feeling one way or another about this country, great. That's good. We should have feelings about this country. And if it causes you to go out and vote, even better. So go vote. (laughs) 
<laughs> we can all, yeah, we definitely have to say that. Because uh, <laughs> uh, that that's a good point. Because because I will, I'm not a historian either. Uh, and as I've said many of times, this podcast is is more lifestyle and entertainment, so we fall under that entertainment category as well. Yeah. Um, but I am a researcher to my heart and to my core, as I think I've said a million times. And it did cause me even to go back and look up some stuff. I have not read the book either. If you guys don't know, um, Lin-Manuel was reading, what's the guy's name again? Ron? Chernow or Cherno? I'm I'm not exactly. Thank you. I always want to call him, uh, what is it? Chernobyl? The place where they did all the experiments. I'm like, that's not it. Uh, (laughs) But... Uh, it was he was reading his book about Hamilton on vacation when he came up with the idea. So for those of y'all, whenever I'm talking about reading, like you could be a millionaire. There you Hello, go. one book, there you go. Uh, <laughs> one book and an idea. Uh, but I haven't read the book either. But it did cause me to go back and relook at some stuff. Like I wasn't positive. I even knew who Aaron Burr was. Really? And, okay. And there's the great line um, at the end in the song where he said Hamilton. Oh, I should probably say if you have not seen it, click off now because there's probably going to be some spoilers. spoiler alert. I'm I'm going to try to keep it somewhat spoiler free, um, but I feel like this part, in the sense of you knew the ending of Titanic going in. <laughs> what I'm about to say feels like you you should know this um, before you even go in. Um, he says something about Hamilton might have died first, but I'm the one that paid for it. Mm. And it made me go look up what his life became yeah. after mm-hmm. Hamilton died. Because like I said, I didn't know really anything about him, let alone, you know, some of the side characters did you know anything about Hamilton I feel like I knew I mean other than the fact that he was like the ten dollar founding father but I feel like I knew he was instrumental in a lot of what I consider the building of Wall Street okay okay um, I'm not positive if I if I knew he was the first U.S. treasurer. I, I knew he was I, the first I U.S. I, treasurer. I, I knew Aaron okay. Burr killed him. That's it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> See, and I think I knew he was instrumental in the building of Wall Street. But I mean, that could mean what he just had a lot of money, right, or he owned a bank, right. or <laughs> you know, like he he built one of the buildings I mean that could have been anything anything. so I think I knew that but I'm not positive that I knew that he was like as instrumental in basically our financial structure right right as he was yeah and so yeah so that um what's what's the one line he's like you you couldn't undo it if I tried and I tried so (laughs) um, I'm pretty positive that yeah, it was, um, I'm not positive, like, I, I think I, I didn't know that much about him. But I think one of my favorite statements about Hamilton actually isn't in the, uh, the play in and of itself. It's, uh, 
in if you go on YouTube, you can Google Lin Manuel performing the original first song, Alexander Hamilton, uh, at the White House when he's there for like the spoken word. And I think my favorite thing comes from that, where he says he is doing, he's coming up with this idea based on someone he thinks embodies hip hop, which is Alexander Hamilton, um, because he caught beef with every founding father based solely on the power of his writing. That's deep. Yeah. (laughs) And as someone who loves, right, as someone who loves books, as someone who loves reading, as someone who, who writes, and believes in the power of the written word. Like, to me, that's just such a wonderful synopsis, if you will, of somebody's life that just on the power of your words, like you messed with everybody's head. Oh, no, I, think it's, <laughs> I, I think I hadn't thought about it until you said, but he lived by the pen, but he kind of destroyed his reputation, reputation by the pen as well. So he lived by the pen and died by the pen. So oh, yeah. that's, that's deep. I hadn't oh yeah that, yeah in that way yeah and he does it way he said he wrote his way out he wrote his way out but of did all he these write his things. way out oh he had written his way out I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he wrote his way into a bunch of other different things <laughs> <laughs> he wrote his way out he wrote his way in <laughs> so yeah I I find it absolutely interesting and I tell you what um I would say, because I know there's people who don't want to watch it because they feel like they're, you know, supporting this this whole idea of, again, with the glorification of slave owners and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. But those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, really, that was like a TV show quote I learned when I was like 13 um, but I I think if you don't know how do you you know there's nothing wrong with learning even if you don't agree with it like you said if it makes you feel some type of way that's a good thing I think um I mean you probably could quote me this is this is all Jackie Scott right now I don't <laughs> think that we are willing to take a look back and really learn from it in order to move forward, oh. like we are like stuck in this story. And if we don't yes. learn about the story, we're going to be stuck in this story as black people. So look back, you know, when I think about my slave ancestors, sometimes and it only comes from doing genealogy that I've learned this and I'm going way off topic. So I will come back. It is it is thinking about them that I am able to gather strength where I could say, what do you mean I can't do something? I can name mm. an ancestor who went through much, much worse, much bigger adversities than I ever did, and they survived? What, the, what do you mean you can't? Right? You can't. So I don't know. I I got that well, then, blood in my veins. You know what I mean? So that leads into because there are some people who who are saying because it's glossed over the fact that Hamilton's father-in-law owned slaves. Mm-hmm. Um there's only that quick line I think with Jefferson 
moderately referencing Sally Hemings. Um, I think there might be another moment where they say something about, you know, in relation to slavery. Right. What would you say to those who are like, well, they should have delved deeper. Like they just glossed over it. Like it's not really part of the story. I, I would, I would agree. It's not a part of the play. Write a play. <laughs> I like it. Write a play. <laughs> Write a book. Hey, we go see that too. Get it out <laughs> there. Do your due diligence to get get the the your story out. This wasn't mm. his story. You know, and I agree with that because what like. George Jeff uh, George Jefferson. That is a total different other character. <laughs> no, you, you thought you just went off topic. Oh my god! I just went to the Jefferson. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bring it back. Bring it back. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're in the right Jefferson family. Uh, <laughs> And was it, I think they were talking about Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, different people who did, yeah. um, who did have slaves or or anything like that. But while they're part of the story, it's not called Jefferson and it's not called Washington. It's called Hamilton. Yeah. And Hamilton, from all accounts, actually didn't own slaves. He did not. He was against slavery. That's correct. From what? One from my research. Things, right. Yeah. From what? But. Actually, and in your saying of, does this cause you to do research? I ended up on this wonderful channel. Oh, I cannot remember the name of it, but I will look it up and link it in the notes where they talk. I want to say it was like the beginning of everything or something like that, where they talked about George Washington and his beliefs on slavery, pre-revolutionary war and presidency and his beliefs on slavery after. Okay. And I learned a ton about the rules of slavery because he actually, when he came back from being president, wanted to free his slaves. And there were so many rules set up that it would have basically destroyed him in order to be able to try to free them. Right. And it was a very interesting idea that I had no idea that there could have been people who were like, I want to free them. And yet there were things set in place to be like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> you know, not without like great financial um, situations. Yeah. I, like, I think there was one law that said he could free his slaves, but then he had to support them for the rest of their lives. I'm sure it's more to that because he said in his will that, you know, they could be freed once his wife died. I mean, I don't know the whole story. I, I would have to do additional right. research, but there there is a story there. I would just say Oh, that. I'm sure. Again, hey, if somebody wants to write Answer the Washington it. play, we will go see it. <laughs> because I think that there probably is way right. more to it. I have to tell you, okay, so this is one of, speaking of, it's just telling the story. One of the parts that I find both interesting and hilarious, and again, I'm going to try to do this without giving away spoilers, um, 
is in the second half when Miss Mariah Reynolds walks into his life. (laughs) Given everything that happens, and if you do do some history, there is questions of whether she was in league with her husband to take down Hamilton or if that was just something that her husband did um, on his own. It kills me that in the song, How to Say No to This, the first line is, I know you are a man of honor. So <laughs> here I come. I find... Right. And so part of what makes it funny to me is because I'm like, if she's in on it, then why would she come to him knowing he's a man of honor? And if she's not in on it, then why would she lead him to her bed (laughs) and everything else that happened? Yeah. A woman will and can mess you up. I I have no other comments for that. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's such a funny thing. So, in that perspective, is there any part in the play that really kind of sticks out for you that makes you go, "Now, how did that make sense?" Or what were y'all oh, thinking? <laughs> interesting question. Um, oh, I hate all this dead silence. Um, I mean, really, not that, not that I can think of, but I, I will say, like, like I learned more about Washington than I ever have, and then I went back and started doing research. It was like, oh, did did that happen for real? You know, like, I, I think it's is it was more mm. that, not like watching the show and I think part of that is me like I watch a movie for a movie I watch a a play for a play so I don't really watch it for accuracy so right (laughs) I I I think that I have to put that caveat with it I did say I did give a um to the Sally Hemmings comment like a uh uh-huh yeah you know Uh what I mean so yeah nothing that I could think of that okay. I would say really threw me. Okay. That's yeah, good. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Because like I said, it was just my part that I, I just find that absolutely hilarious. I'm like, really? <laughs> and and I, I gotta add, I didn't know much about Alexander Hamilton. So. Fair. <laughs> I, when I first heard it, the, the shocking part for me was not Mariah Reynolds. The shocking part for me was his relationship with each Skyler sister. Well, some of that is creative license, though. Because... It is entertainment. Oh, yeah. It's definitely entertainment. And let's not doubt that Satisfied might be the best song in the thing. Um, Right. Because she put her heart just open on display here y'all go um but you know I did say it made me go look up Angelica Schuyler because she was a little bit of a political player right and I 
it was interesting to see that a woman back at that time was bending the ear of like a lot of big names, especially considering the idea of, oh, women, you know, they couldn't vote and they couldn't do anything and they had to have a man and, and everything else. And yet Mm -hmm. she was corresponding with Jefferson. She was corresponding with Washington. She was corresponding with Hamilton. She was giving them ideas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like she was, you know, commenting on what they were doing. Like she was a little bit of, you know, a player yes, she <laughs> in was. the political spectrum. And I, you know, I, I find, cause I, I love politics. I, if I'd have followed through on my idea of being a lawyer that I had when I was all of 10, um, I probably would have gone into politics at some given point. Cause I, I just love the idea of being able to affect change in that way. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, in this idea that we have this resurgence of, of women, you know, like with Congress and, and everything and House of Representatives and, and all that, like the idea that, no, it's not new. (laughs) We've been in this for a while. (laughs) Yeah, it's never new. Trust me, a man not smart enough to think of all this stuff. Like it. It It's been women there. We 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 are behind the scenes kind of folks. True. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true because I think even when you look at Eliza who by all accounts was more the timid sister, if you will. Mhm. Even after Hamilton dies, she goes on and she does so many different things to preserve his legacy, other people's legacies, create a legacy of her own. Mhm. Mhm. For sure. So, which I saw leads something to... that um, she lived. I'm I'm on, I'm gonna say it right. I'm I'm gonna say it incorrectly. So I I might not say it. But <laughs> I I was going to say I think she lived till like right before the Civil War or something. She lived a oh, long. Well, yeah. I think that was her. I'm thinking of. No, I don't quite think she... Well, because I'm thinking of the song. She says she lives another 50 years. And if you think about... What, it was 1776? Was when the Revolutionary War was... When did he die? Well, I don't know. But I'm just thinking, like, if... I saw some research somewhere. She was, like, in her 20s or 30s, if you will. Like, then... Or when he died, let's say, you know, maybe they married young. She was in her 20s or 30s. So if she lived another 50 years, I mean, it definitely would have put her in she, the 1800s. She died in 1854. Whoa, so that is pretty close to, because Civil War was, right. what, 1860s? She she died when she was, what does that make her? 90, 97? See, I was putting her somewhere at maybe 18... 39, 1845 yeah, right. would have been when she died. Yeah. But no, if she was 1950, yeah, 1850s, yeah, rather. 1850s, right? Yeah, that would be pretty close to. Wow. Right before the Civil War. She wow. Lived a long time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Which then leads to okay, so people have, and I've enjoyed 
all of the theories. People have all these theories about the gasp at the end of of the the play that she does. I ask you what you thought. I really was planning <laughs> to bring that up. Oh, um, that was my question. Like, what do you think the gasp is? <laughs> I think the gasp is. This is me. That she realizes that this story was about her. Like it. I think. I like the idea. Her husband's story, but she had her own story. That's what I think the end of the the show's gasp is. I I like like the idea. Story about me. Keep going. I like the idea because I like that. I like the idea. Um that it's a combination that because I've heard that it's her seeing, you know, Alexander, she's going to heaven. She's seen Alexander. I've heard that when she actually, when Lynn and her face each other, it's not really Alexander. She's seeing, she's seeing Lynn and he's showing her that she did preserve Alexander's legacy. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea that, when Lynn and her see each other, it's actually Alexander that she's seeing. But when she faces the crowd, she's realizing that not only does she preserve his legacy, but she created one for herself as for well. Herself. I love that. And yes. so to me, that's the gas is like, look at everything that we did. And yeah. as a we, because I really feel like it wasn't just Alexander. Because he would have, he'd have screwed everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like the only reason we have any of this, or there could even be a conversation, is Eliza. So it's definitely a week. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, that that's kind of the ending that I see in my head when she gasps. I'm like, oh, yes, go, girl. <laughs> okay, so then I have to ask. Who it? Because we're getting to like the the almost speed round of Hamilton questions. Who okay. would be your favorite character? Mm-hmm. Eliza's my favorite character in the in the show. I like it. Mine would probably be, and it's very close between um, David Diggs. Wait! 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 You're asking me who's my favorite performance in the See, show? and that's why it's, it's difficult. Because he's my favorite performance, but I think my favorite character is actually Hercules Mulligan. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there like all of like five, six. Somebody even said he could have been taken out and it still would have been the same play. <laughs> I, I really agree with that. I don't know why Hercules Mulligan is your favorite character. I love, I love him. I mean, I love Angelica and I love everybody, but there's just something well, about he just has such this. swag when he comes on. I just he uh. does. <laughs> what What about David's performances makes that stand out for you? You know what? For me, David's performance, even if I were in the audience and you could see the whole stage i would simply focus on him your eye would draw to him right and i think Mm -hmm. that that is giving credit to his performance because Mm -hmm. he's so captivating no matter what whether he's you know flowing at a mile a minute or (laughs) 
whether he's just Literally. in the background or whether he's dancing or singing or whatever he's I feel like he's so captivating and even to the point there's a part in my shot where it's not even the part where he's speaking his just the reactions to what Hamilton is saying is so on point with how you would think somebody would react in that moment who mm-hmm. you know is a supporter of Hamilton that I'm just like I'm more watching him react than I'm watching Lin-Manuel actually perform yeah <laughs> See, I don't think Lin-Manuel Miranda is the strongest performer. Oh, and no. I, think, I feel like he would say that about himself. Oh, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I easily do, too. I don't think that he's the strongest performer by far, um, which makes me want to see. I still haven't seen, even though I'm a huge Mary Poppins fan, I still haven't seen Mary Poppins Returns. I haven't seen it either. So it makes me kind of want to watch that. And then I know they're doing... I know he did In, in the, the Heights. Heights. I don't remember if mm-hmm. he's part of In the Heights as so far as the a, movie um, that's coming out. In the Heights on YouTube because I really want to see the show. Okay. I had never heard of him before Hamilton. I was not familiar. Well, I'd heard of him because I'd heard of In the Heights. Um, I, had, I hadn't heard of In the Heights and I want to see it. I want to see it on stage. Again. But they're doing a movie. You know, theater buff. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> theater kid. But, um... So I had heard of him because I had heard him in the Heights, but it does make me want to, because I agree with you, I don't think that he's the strongest performer. So it does make me want to possibly see um, him in other things to see, to gauge his performance level, because Mm -hmm. that cast is so just like, like everyone is so ridiculous that it could just be because he's the squeaky wheel he's you know you're like oh he's not that great but he could be great it's just because you're looking at everybody else you're like yeah he's he's not (laughs) so I it kind of makes me want to see him in other stuff to to gauge if he's a good performer or or what exactly okay favorite quote Uh. of the um Girl, I don't the play. favorite quotes. Uh, favorite quotes. You're like, I just like it all. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a favorite. Give, give me yours. Okay, well, I will give you mine. Mine okay. is during my shot. Uh, when he says... Are we a nation of states? What's the state of our nation? Girl, don't that apply for right now? I mean, just all the live long day. Yeah. <laughs> so true. It's when he says it, like it just so rang with so much truth and honesty. I was like, I feel like that's from the beginning of our country to now. Mm-hmm. You could ask that question at any given point in time, and it would be relevant. <laughs> I if I had if to other, pick, other countries think that same thing. You you know I do. I I, I, I fully question. I it. don't I don't know if they do, but I mean, I, I I like to think that they do. We can't be the only ones saying, "Lord, we are hot mess." 
Well, I'm sh- and I'm sure every nation, every country like has you know, their ups and downs yeah. or yeah, or things that that they stop and they go, "Ooh, did we we did that?" Oh, okay. Right, right. Uh, you know, are there scandals or different things? Sometimes we hear about them. A la maybe the royal family. Um, <laughs> sometimes we don't, but yeah, I'm pretty sure every country has their their ups and downs right. or angers with governments, you know, or controls or yeah. I'm I'm very positive. Yeah, well, I don't want to say good, but yeah, at least something. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it's just uh, well. <laughs> I mean, if for no other reason, you have to think about what like. World War, Korean War, Vietnam War. There's so, been so many, yeah. You know, different things in other countries that started off because of other countries. So you have to think that they, there's been issues. Right. Which, ooh, that's another part that I really like. Um, that I feel like rings true, and I'm I'm gonna mess up how he says it, but it's when Washington, they're trying to decide if they should get involved with France. Mm-hmm. You know, um gaining their freedom and Washington says something about if we get involved now it's like we'll always be getting involved and if you think about the wars that I just mentioned World War One World War Two you know Vietnam War Korean War how many of those were ours did we really need to be right (laughs) like we continually I mean we did what World War Two? We didn't even want to get involved, and they came and dropped a bomb on us to make yep. us. Like, you know, so I I thought that that was a very interesting take on that because it it is true. We we find ourselves involved in quite a number of different disputes that do not originate in the United mm-hmm. States. So true. Uh, okay. Favorite song. Burn. Oh, nice. That changes depending <laughs> on my mood and when I'm listening. But you know why I love that? It's because Burn is Eliza. My favorite song is Helpless, which is Eliza. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I love Burn. What's your favorite song in Hamilton? Oh. My daughter just stood here. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to ask her. Now, I got to remind you, she's the one that introduced me to Hamilton. <laughs> and we're sitting in the car. She's like, now listen to this part. And listen to and I'm like, wait, is that his sister? And then we're going on. And I was like, oh, and where this? Um... Oh, see, she's seen it twice in Chicago. Oh. Yes. She's seen it twice nice. in Chicago. And I. That's what we need to do. Whenever we open back up, we get on the road, we drive up to Chicago, we get us a room, and we go and walk, go see the live show of Hamilton in Chicago. That was Yorktown. The be- oh, the Battle of Yorktown. Ooh, I that's feel like the Battle one. of Yorktown. I do. That's, yeah, that's. Yeah. But I was saying my favorite is Helpless, which is also a live Her favorite is Helpless. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's very basic. That's very basic. What was the second one you said? <laughs> wait for wait for it is awesome. You know, I wait I like wait awesome. for it, but I like room where it happens. If we're gonna go I, with um an Aaron Burr song, I like room where it happens a little bit better. Room where it happens is good. So, yeah. How come nobody said dear Dia Theodosia? <laughs> That's a great song. 
You know what I love? It's a great Actually, song. You know what I love about Dear Theodosia? Is mm. that when Lynn Meltwell Miranda wrote this wrote this story, I think he was married, but he didn't have children. Okay. And I want to say Leslie Odom Jr. didn't have children. And yet, okay. Leslie Odom Jr. is singing to his daughter, and Lynn Manuel is singing to his son, and both of them. And he had a daughter. He and had he a had daughter, a and he had a son. I find that so. I'm like, that's fascinating. Did you just know? <laughs> I mean, that is crazy. it's a 50 50 chance, right? Either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just find that so serious. Like, I, yeah. I, like I love that that he they did not have these children and yet <laughs> that that's, that's where they ended up. So yeah, I would say my second favorite would be honestly is King George. <laughs> oh God, no. Okay, so that is one of the most fun songs or what most fun characters. Yes, but. Okay. Well, but here's why. Okay, there is. Oh, but I want before we move on from from the. From well, no, I was going to tell you why King George. Helpless, though. I got to come oh, back to helpless. Okay. So tell me why King George, and then remind me to come back to. Helpless. Okay. The reason why King okay. George is because when he because I don't look at it as just the song. It's the whole concept of it. Like when he comes out, there's this great line, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Where she says they're talking about a vampire, and she's like, only somebody living underground for 50 years would think that's still the look. Like, deal with that ensemble. And I feel like that's what you have to do with him. You have to deal with his whole ensemble from the walk to the stand to the outfit to the way he sings. Have you done any King George research? I have, well, not that King I want George. You to do some research. Then go back and look at that performance. Because what you find out from your research, you're going to be like, oh my God. Really? He nailed him. Okay, because yes. I haven't done that King George. I've done other King Georges um, from England. That I know. But yeah, like but he yeah. was like, um, he, he wasn't right. Like he had mental issues. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And to where people will bring it up, like from what I understand, like to this day, it's like, well, at least you're not like off like King George. Interesting. Like it's, yeah. So when you when you learn that stuff, you go back and you watch it, and the spits are flying, and you know, like he's like, oh, you like, oh my god. Well, he nailed him for the spit. I do not know if that was nailing or not because I did see. It was nailing. But I did see. I did see a commentary that said that apparently Jonathan Groff is known for spitting while he sings. So that's why I said I don't know if that was him nailing it or if that was just him being him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do the research and then go back and do it. Oh. Okay, project, yeah. project. I love a good research. But I okay, talk go back about to helpless because you can't bring up helpless to me, in my opinion, without bringing up satisfied. It's the same. Oh yeah, scene. <laughs> and so when you look at those two together, it's brilliant. oh for sure. I'm like, 
Oh. Here's okay. That here's why I say helpless so awesome. over satisfied because I do love satisfied and I agree with you. They basically are the same scene. There's two main reasons that I love helpless. One is because of the time frame. Because if you listen to it, she's like, one week later, we're writing. Then two weeks later, you're in my room because you're proposing. And and it's like, seriously, yeah. y'all? <laughs> like, take a moment. Take a <laughs> breath. Maybe find out what his favorite and color see, I is. Always, <laughs> I always took that as like, on the first day, there were no, it was calm in the waters. <laughs> you know, like. Was it literally one week later? Maybe. Okay. I don't but know. Yeah, it, maybe, like the time I, frame. I though. see why we get how we have to move forward in the show. I the time it. frame so of I it cracks it. me up. And so that's part of why. And then the other reason is, which then ties to satisfied, is all of Angelica's little parts in there that then make sense in satisfied. I love them in Helpless, where she's just like, I'm just really saying, if you love me, you would share them. <laughs> yes. That's why I, I think that's the part, first time I heard it, I'm like, what? These sisters. And really, it was just in jealousy. Right. And so, yeah, so I think that's why is, like I said, because then it ties to satisfy all of her little snippets <laughs> in right, there. Right. But to get back to yours with Burn, if you Google, there is a song called First Burn, which I think was going to be the original song. Say the name again. First, First Burn. Burn. And it's about five different okay. women singing the song. Oh, but it is a... I don't know if it's a first draft or a redo of Burn. And there's this great line in there where she says something about um, him being worried about people whispering. And she's like, I know all about whispers. I've seen how you look at my sister. (laughs) Yes. Honey. I got to look that up. I was like, no, you didn't. No, you. Oh, oh. She just out. telling everything. <laughs> I gotta look that up. That sounds awesome. Cause yeah, and I mean, and she says it quiet too. Cause she's like, I know about whispers. I see how you look at my sister. <laughs> I mean, right though, right? And it's just like, uh, uh, uh. Tell him <laughs> exactly. That's good. So. In summation, because I do try to keep these under an hour, and we're okay. we're, we're getting close. Uh, <laughs> Get us started. There we go. I know. What would you say? Because there are some who, in this idea of cancel culture and tearing down monuments that you know are erected to different people who aren't necessarily, uh, who aren't necessarily. Like, uh, I, well, they're founding fathers and everything else, but that might have, you know, participated in slavery or, or certain rules and different things. In this idea of cancel culture, who says, you know, for these people who say, because this deals with, you know, this time frame in our history, 
we shouldn't show it or it shouldn't be so publicly put out there. What would you say to those people? It's a hard question. I mean, because initially you want to say if it's offensive to anyone, then remove it. You don't want to purposely offend anyone, which is kind of how I feel about the flag and monuments and all those things. At the same time, this is entertainment, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And you, it's not, I don't know, you feel, I want to, I want to bring in choice somehow. And I feel like no matter what I say, it's, it's kind of less than, you know, like, it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Just remove it because it's offensive. But then you're like, then I'm, I'm kind of contradicting myself from earlier. Like, you gotta know these things, or you doomed to repeat these things. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question that I, I don't have the expertise to answer. I think I would say two things. Number one, you can't have it both ways because I feel like some of these people were the same folks that when Hamilton first came out and it was all multicultural cast and you know people were like well it should be you know just white actors because these were white people you know in history and if you're going to tell it accurately and they were like no you're trying to steal jobs from from all of these ethnicities and and this 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 this." and now all of a sudden they're like it's racial (laughs) like you can't have it both ways you have to pick one lane or the other but I think the second thing that I would say would be, and probably the more important one, would yeah. be, as I said before, and kind of how you said it, it's history. Right, right. It doesn't help. Like, if you never tell it, it doesn't change it. It's still history. And it's better to know than to not. And to your point about entertainment, I mean... There's so many different movies and videos and TV shows and every like there's just way too much in our history of cinema <laughs> of entertainment. Yeah, of entertainment to take everything out. <laughs> I mean there are songs you can't play there are there's art you can't look at. There is you know plays you can't watch, movies you can't watch. It's all there. Right. And it, I mean, it doesn't look, I have never been a huge fan of Gone with the Wind. I have never loved Gone with the Wind. I, first of all, I think it's way too long. Um, right, true. But uh, at the same time, you can't take away, even if you don't like the subject matter, those were some amazing performances. It won a lot of awards, including one of the first African-American Oscars. Like you can't take that away simply because you don't like the context of what it's speaking. And I don't think that's fair to it to try to take it away simply because of the context. It doesn't change civil war. Civil war still Still (laughs) going on for some people. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, (laughs) Depends on the day, the week, and the month. Uh, and the state <laughs> I'm learning. That's a whole other podcast. Right? Though. Hey, are we a nation of states? Or are we a state of our nation? State of our nation? <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was uh-huh. writing. <laughs> 
So I tell you what, I have had oodles of oodles of fun. This has been awesome. Um, we probably still could do another hour of talking about Hamilton. Um, but then we probably really would get into spoilers. Um, and I think we did pretty good kind of keeping it somewhat spoiler free. Uh, but I like, I just, I, this has been so much fun. If you ever want to come on, we can definitely talk about Outlander again or Outlander at all. (laughs) Droughtlander now, (laughs) Outlander later. Right. Like seriously. Um, who knows? Like Droughtlander might be even longer now because of everything that's happened this year and all the halted productions and stuff. Like who knows? I know. When it makes that. I know. <laughs> it's not good for me. Honey. I know. I know. You can always read the books again. <laughs> True. Good point. Um, and hey, you can read the Hamilton because I was going to say, unlike Hamilton, you can read the books. But hey, you can read the Hamilton book as well. So. <laughs> that's can. I can. I can do that. So yes. So okay, guys. Um, before we hit that one hour mark, uh, I'm going to just do all of my stuff that I normally do, which is be sure to follow me on all the social media. It's always in the notes. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. We are still trying to stay ad free. So by all means support any way that you can. Um, if you can give financially, there is a link, uh, that you can go ahead and do that. And I'm working on my Patreon page. Um, because we had a few issues and something happened, uh, which I mentioned uh, a few podcasts ago, but I'm working on getting it back up. And in light of this conversation, I think I am going to do an audio commentary of all of my thoughts as I'm watching um, the whole thing. And that will be available for my Patreon. So you can watch it with me like I'm sitting in the room with you. I'll even have popcorn. I'm I'm very excited about this. Um, so by all means, don't forget to subscribe. Stay tuned for all of that wonderful information. And as always, be blessed, be loved, definitely be safe. And above all, continue to be you. All right. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>